Hi, everyone, and welcome to the HR Happy Hour Network. This is the play-by-play podcast hosted by myself, Jack McFarland, and Nick Schlemmer. Hey, guys. How's it going? We've got another very exciting and a very fun episode today. So last episode, it was a more serious one, you know, all about business. Um, and since the last episode, we have passed our one-year anniversary of doing the podcast. So today, we're just going to have some fun, uh, go over what we did in the past year, talk some Halloween and Halloween candy, and finish it off with some sports betting. So it's going to be a good one, and we hope you guys enjoy it. So as Jack mentioned, we have officially hit the one-year mark. About 10 days ago was the official date that we filmed and sent out our first episode, and it's been great. And big thank you to everybody who's been tuning in so far. I know me and Jack greatly appreciate all the feedback and everything you've given to us, and it just means a lot. Yeah, we really enjoy making these podcasts. We absolutely have a blast. And it really means a lot that you guys are willing to listen um, and enjoy it just as much as we do. So we wanted to take the time for our first segment and where you just want to go over like some of the the play-by-play highlights, you know, (laughs) our favorite moments um, Mm -hmm. and some funny moments. We've had some of those, a lot of laughs on this podcast. So I'm interested, Nick, what kind of comes into your mind when you're thinking, looking back on the previous year? Yeah, no, there's there's so many things that come to mind. And, and with these 15, 16 episodes that we've put out in that past year, Mark, it's just been amazing. And and obviously, I think the main thing that sticks out to me was our some of our interviews that we had with different mm-hmm. people. One yeah. that jumped out at me that we talked about the other day was Tawana Myers with Big Brothers Big Sisters. She was, she was great to have on the show. Yeah, I agree with you. That interview was so much fun. Um, I know parts of our podcast gets cut out for those listening, but we talked to her for, I mean, an hour straight. I think we were scheduled mm-hmm. for 30 minutes and we went yeah. double that straight, <laughs> having an excellent conversation with her. That was such a good one. Um, one that jumps out to me was our interview with Colin Kanyak. I thought he was he was by far my favorite, just listening to his answers. Like yes. he is so smart and is so passionate about what he does um, and is super young too. So I I thought that was a great one as well. Yeah, no, he was great. Just learning all about the financial world and how that applies to our generation. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a must listen to episode. It really is. No. Yeah. If if I was to recommend one, that's, that's one of the top ones that I'm going to recommend to somebody. Oh, for sure. But also we always do, we did a prediction show, right? Yeah. Now, I want to know, what were your predictions like? Did they come true? What what fell through? Yeah, so this episode came from our year in review, our calendar year interview. So at the beginning of the year in January, we did looking back at 2022, and then we made predictions for this year, 2023. Now, we'll go over it more in depth in two months here, the end of the year, but we did get some things right, okay? Yep, we got for a couple. One, we predicted that Oakland would lose the baseball team, uh, the athletics, and sure enough, they are. They're done. They're moving yep. to Vegas, right? They're going to Vegas. Yep, they're moving to Vegas. So we got that one right. And then the other one, I would give it a partial correctness. So I predicted that Post Malone would be like the number one most streamed artist, like on Spotify and stuff. And he's up there. So I'm giving it a partial right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. We also got it partially right. And I think you can know who I'm leaning towards here that might have caused that. Can you? Can you guess Yeah, it? so we <laughs> mentioned something about this artist in the year interview talking about, wow, Taylor Swift is so famous. Little mm-hmm. did we know 
that yeah, little did we know how big <laughs> she would become like yes she was famous last year mega famous i would even say mm-hmm. but this year just dwarfs it she is everywhere she's so, yeah i mean i, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what else to say she's everywhere so <laughs> she's she kind of shot down place. our prediction there and also this one did come as a surprise um and i really like the weekend but mm-hmm. at least for i want to say through august is the farthest back Spotify because they don't release everything till the end of the year. Um, but he was the most streamed artist on Spotify over Taylor Swift. Really? So wow. there was a couple in front of Post Malone, but he was up there. So I'm giving him a partial right. Yeah. But what <laughs> what did you think uh, would happen that did end up happening, Nick? Or did that, it end up happening? I guess. Well, as well. I, yeah. I mean, I'll I'm going to switch over to the baseball side here, and yeah. I predicted that the Yankees were going to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. They did not, sadly. Well, not sadly. Cardinals yeah. should have won yeah, that. Car- yeah, come on, <laughs> Cardinals. Even though we got swept in the wild card. And this is last postseason, guys. This is last postseason. But yeah. as we know, the Astros had won it. So yeah, that prediction fell hey, through. But at <laughs> least they lost uh, this year. They lost two other Rangers. Yes. So that, yes. that was incredible. I hate what, to... a quick, Yeah, quick prediction for that. We're, we're doing sports betting later, but we don't have baseball in there. Who do you think is going to win this World Series? It's 3-1 Texans right now, so or Rangers I mean, right now. Yeah, Rain, yeah. I mean, based on how they played last night, winning 10 to they scored 11, 10 11-7 or, or something runs. like that. Yeah. yeah. Based on that and that they already are up 3 to 1, I have to go with the Rangers. Yeah. Do you think they do it uh tonight? They are they playing tonight? Uh yeah, I think they are playing tonight actually, and I think they will. They'll go 4-1 and they'll Okay, I yeah. They're going to take it. I don't know. I think, I think Texas will win, but I think Arizona is going to win one more. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll take them six games because Arizona's, you know, been fighting uh, all postseason long. I think they'll yeah. go for six. So yeah, but yeah, that was a little sidetracked there, but yeah, <laughs> I think you know Rangers will win it. And you know, like I just I was looking at this the other day, just looking at their rosters and Tommy Pham and uh, what's his last name Montgomery. Oh, Jordan from- Montgomery got traded. Yeah. There yeah, they're both the past Cardinals guys now yeah. in the World Series. It's it's always good I to know. see how they're not on our team anymore. But yeah, it's almost it's almost fitting because you know our last World Series that we won was uh, at the expense of the Rangers. Yeah, we were down. <laughs> we were down three um, one to them, I think. Right, because we won yeah. Game Six and Game Seven. Yeah, we had to come so, all the way. Back. We had to win. You know, yeah. they just needed our help to win the World Series, <laughs> so we had to ship them some some players to, for that Cardinal luck. So, really, okay. the Cardinals won the World Series, guys. <laughs> That's really what happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can we can call it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Like, we have so many segments. Um, you know, we do top tens, we do futurists now. I think my favorite, and I know I think it's your favorite too. We do a lot of game time. It is so yeah. much fun. So has there been a certain game time that's jumped out to you, Nick, that you really enjoyed uh, giving like as a host yeah. or playing as a uh, participant? Well, I have to, I need to be a host more often. I got to get, I got to get very true. in the mix. That's very often. true. I Hopefully thought about the next doing one. one. Hopefully the next Hopefully, episode. Yeah, we'll see. But I would say, I think it was our first or second game time. It was the, the famous like quotes that I would have. Oh, to guess okay, yeah. So it, it was uh, it was I, either a rap lyric, a Kanye tweet, or a yeah, presidential yep. quote. That's right. That was a really fun yep. one. Yep. And 
That that was fun. I I think I did really bad in that one, but <laughs> that was a fun one to do. <laughs> yeah, that would I kind of forgot it. That was I want to say it was our very first. I game think it time. was the. Yeah. So yep. it's been a and, while. And another good one was the latest one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. The with mascot you there. one was awesome. The mascot one. I'd say that was. I'd have a tie for first. I'd say the mascot one, a lot of fun, and then uh, the price is almost correct with you and trish competing oh yeah i thought that was really fun yeah. um but definitely the last one with 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 us doing punishments now um yeah. i think that <laughs> just made it so much better yeah it, it it brings having the punishment it brings a whole new like i don't know what what, what the word or phrase is i'm trying to it brings stress, a whole new anxiety. like i'm trying to focus in yeah. so much on stress like yeah. me turning Turning into a rapper for the last show. Yeah, I, I know Jack. I know that. Yeah, I know, that I know it, it was fun for me too. But. Yeah, I mean, well, let's just jump to that right now. So I was gonna ask you, like, if you had to yeah. pick a favorite moment all year, just off the mm. top of your head. For me, it was when you rapped. Like that was so good. That's yeah, definitely my favorite moment. <laughs> you know, I think that was my favorite moment too. We've yeah. had a lot of like good moments, like high quality moments, but just oh, the yeah. amount of fun that was put into making that little 15 second song that i did that that was so much fun yeah well and the fact that it was so good too like <laughs> it, i go back and listen to it um it, it's incredible it needs to really be a real song you know i i haven't went back and listened to that particular part of the show just because i'm nervous to hear no, you like, have to. what i sound like <laughs> no it sounds so good i'm sure the audience would agree with me like it, it was really <laughs> it was really impressive Jack, I'm going to throw it back over to you here. I want to know things in the future that we have in store for the show. What, what can you tell us? Yeah, so I don't want to give too much away. You know, we yep. got to keep our secrets here. But <laughs> I know for one, we are looking into doing a lot more interviews with mm -hmm. a lot of different uh, people. So we're going to get a wide range coming up in the next year. Yeah. Another goal for me is to do... It's like sort of an announcement sound effect type thing with each. So each segment will have its own sound. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah, of hard kind, to describe. Kind of like how we have that intro sound. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to do a lot of little things like that production wise just to make it sound mm -hmm. even better. I know we're switching over how we edit the podcast. So hopefully our audio will get even better and it's even more enjoyable to listen to. But mm -hmm. those are the things that just come to mind for me in the future. What do you kind of expect it to look like yeah so no i'm right away i'm going to agree with you that having more interviews a wider variety of the people that we can bring on the better i think that's going to be really big for us fun but also very in, informative mm -hmm. um, also i want to try and create we have a lot of topics as you already uh a lot of segments i should say mm -hmm. as you already mentioned but i would love to find some new ones that maybe we we haven't yes. thought of yet, obviously but mm -hmm. something that can bring more uniqueness to our show you know yeah i totally agree with you there i was going back and i read our podcast proposal where we had a bunch of our segments they had different names but what they morphed into the ones now and i was thinking we really need to start brainstorming some new ones so that will definitely be coming 100 percent. yeah and then this is this this was kind of off topic but it just it just popped in my head here going back to our old shows from like a year from a year ago and listening to it 
it sounds so much different like the flow oh, yeah. like everything like, so i'm just i'm looking forward to a year from now what is what are we at yeah <laughs> i agree with you i'm excited and a little i don't know if nervous is the right word but you just never know what's going to happen in the future so yeah you, you know, never here, know here's to another year nick here's to another year that's right <laughs> all right so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll uh, be right back with you guys for a little halloween candy Well, we're back, guys, and we just want to say happy late Halloween. It is technically November 1st today, but we're still in that Halloween spirit. We really <laughs> wanted to bring you guys a fun top 10. And to be honest, we kind of are clickbaiting you. It's a top five today, but it's a very interesting one. So usually we look at top 10 according to Gen Z, right, Nick? Yep, yep. Well, today we're doing top five Halloween candy, but... Ooh. It's from each generation, so we can see the change. And then, like yeah. always, we have our own top five yeah. to kind of compare it with all the other ones. Yeah. So I'm just going to start us off here. I'm going to go from boomers to current. So yeah. starting with the boomers, in order one to five here is their top five. Snickers, Reese's, Milky Way, uh, the Caramel Apple Suckers, yeah. and Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls. Now... <laughs> That is the most boomer. That is the yeah. I can think no. of a Tootsie Roll. Come on, I know. And then also the caramel apple lollipops. I feel like those like childhood, like that was way, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are good though, but like they're, they're like, good. Don't get me I wrong. I don't want to say that Tootsie Rolls are bad, they're not bad, but are yeah. they top five? Are they that's the thing. Trish? Yeah, I know you're listening and you love Tootsie <laughs> Rolls, but would you even put those in your top five? Okay. Ooh. I don't know. So Nick, why don't, what does Gen X have to say about it? Gen X. So kind of similar in a way, but we have Reese's, Snickers, Kit Kats, Milky Ways, and Almond Joys. Oh, A little bit so straight chocolate. They must really love their chocolate, but the, yeah. the Almond Joy is throwing me off just a little it's bit. It's made with almonds <laughs> and joy, so I don't know. I've never been a fan of Almond Joys. Like, have you ever met someone that like loves almond? I've never even seen anyone buy an Almond Joy. I don't know if I've ever in my years of trick or treating been given an Almond Joy. I'm not gonna. I would always get like like late at late in the night when they had no candy left and you get the yeah. other ones and I would just give them away or throw them away. I'm like, I'm not eating <laughs> almond joy. Like, but, oh yeah. It's a, uh, what do you crazy. think about the millennials? What do you think about theirs? So they, they go with Reese's Snickers one and two, just like Gen X. Mm -hmm. And then they have Kit Kat, kind of a surprise for me, candy corn and Twix. Ooh. And it's worth noting the the website we I got these uh lists off of they have candy corn as like the biggest surprise ever. They yeah. must the author must be someone who hates candy corn. Candy corn. <laughs> because to me that's not surprising. Okay? Yeah. In the top 5 a little bit, but people love candy corn. What what are your thoughts so, on candy corn? Like are I you a exactly, believer? I I do not like You're not a believer. Corn. I, I don't mind it, but that will not be a choice if I have a choice. That Yeah. I think okay. I feel like that's kind of the thing though. It's one of those candies to where you either love it or you or just you could care for less. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I think that's the best way to describe candy corn. But I, but one thing I've noticed here is the Reese's and the Snickers seem yeah. to be one and two. Big, yep, the big two every time. 
And then it, it does not change with Gen Z. It's Reese's one, Snickers two. Yeah. And then Kit Kat as well. So, you know, Gen Z and millennials have the same top three. Yeah. And then Twix and Hershey's to round out uh, Gen Z's, which is not surprising. I feel like Gen Z's is the most normal of the list. Maybe it's because we're in Gen that's, Z, but I, I'm yeah, not man. surprised by any of those. No, yeah, that's I like that too. It's the most quote unquote normal top five. Yeah, that, that, see, that I, I'm just surprised at the order. I would imagine Kit Kat being five, but I'm not a big like Kit Kat person. Yeah, but I know they're a huge brand. Oh yeah, I mean, Kit Kat. I didn't put it in my top five, but it's top ten for sure. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I yeah, like it. Not bad, but I, I am glad to see Hershey's up there. I know we both have some Hershey products and in, mm-hmm. in our list here. Before we do our list, I got a quick question for you, Jack. Mm-hmm. Whenever you were trick-or-treating, however old, what was the one thing that you really wanted to get? What was the one candy that if you didn't get it, Ooh. you were just bummed? Like, what, okay. what, what did you have? If you pick it out of the bowl, what were you grabbing? Yeah, so if, I guess it would depend. If it was a yeah. house that was giving out full-size bars, yep. man, give me anything. <laughs> I don't care. I want the full yeah. size. But if I had to pick... And we'll kind of jump right into our list here because this is my number one candy. I love it. Yeah. I know you love it too. Mm-hmm. Is the Milk Duds. Even the little tiny Halloween fun size pack of four. With four I <laughs> would trade all my candy for those. <laughs> and it was good. All my friends hated Milk Duds, so I would get everything. It was it was mm-hmm. so amazing. I, I Every time I go to the movies, Milk Duds. Milk Duds. I, In a I gas get... station, Milk Duds. Yep. So good. Definitely my number one candy. Is that yep. is it the same for you? Yep, it's my number one as well. Back when, back with the Halloween candy trading, I, I had to have the milk duds. Like you said, I give up anything besides yeah, a full exactly. size bar for the milk duds. Yeah, they're so good. I don't, I don't like. Some people really hate them. Yeah, I, I don't understand that caramel and chocolate. How do you? Yeah, it's wrong? so good. <laughs> but let, let's hear. What do you have? Is like your is the rest of your list? Like, what do you think two through five would be for you? Okay, so number two, I have Sour Patch Kids or any kind of like sour mm-hmm. gummies. Okay, three, yeah. yeah. Yeah, three, the white chocolate Hershey has to be the white mm. chocolate. Not a, I'm not a big plain Hershey. What about, okay, what about the cookies and cream one? Or you just want straight white chocolate? I'll take either of those. I'll okay. Take, I'll take, but the cookies and cream is good too. That, that one's hard to beat. But then number four, I have Dots. Feel like that's oh my just a staple dots. A I love staple dots. of that. What? That's a staple. <laughs> <laughs> and then number five, I have the caramel creams. They're the little caramel candies with like I don't even know how to explain. Just like the white creamy in, in it's it. Like a yeah, like a creamy inside, but it's not really yeah, really you know good. Those are so yeah. good. I'm sure everyone knows that. Like th- those are really good. Those are really good. But but Jack, I want to hear yours. What what's the rest of your list? Okay, so at number two, I have Hershey Drops, which are Ooh. very similar to Milk Duds, but they're just Hershey's chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was little, I would have put, you know, Cookies and Cream Hershey at number two, maybe number one. Nowadays, I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. I hate white chocolate. So I, <clears throat> I'm the exact opposite of you. I want the, like, I love dark chocolate or just normal, you know. Don't give yeah. me white chocolate drops, you know. <laughs> uh, number three... I always people always debate me on this. Like, I know it's not technically a candy, okay? It's a cookie, but it's Oreos. Ooh, I yeah. love Oreos. I mean, ask Nick. I had Oreos all the time all when the we were time. sharing 
Um, mm-hmm. Adorb. I have Oreos under my desk right now. I'm almost out. I'm going to have to get more. I love Oreos. Now, I, besides I, the normal Oreos, what's what's the second favorite? Ooh, see, that's really tough. There's a lot of unique Oreo flavors. Mm-hmm. My second favorite, there is, um, I believe it's called, is it called just toffee or something? It's basically like the Oreo cookie with like chocolate frosting with like little candy in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's toffee or something like that. Like those are yeah. so good. <laughs> um, but no vanilla Oreos. I hate those. So bad. <laughs> Worst candy ever. Oh. Uh, <laughs> number four is wild berry Skittles or really just any Ooh. fun, like the tropical, just not normal mm-hmm. Skittles. Normal Skittles are good. Yeah. But wild berry is my favorite by far. And then here comes the candy corn, but it has to be freeze dried. Have you tried it? Just freeze dried candy. No, I've never had. I don't think I've had much of freeze dried anything really. So I just got some the other day and I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. I'll put it on my desk, you know, for fall. And then I ate it all in one day because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so freeze dried candy, guys, it's it's really unique. Like the candy corn, you know how it's like chewy? Mm-hmm. It gets like really airy, but also a little yep. crunchy. It's mm-hmm. I can't describe it. It's so good. You gotta try it. I'm gonna have to try and find that. Yeah, somewhere. even if it's not just like the candy corn, they have Skittles, like they have uh Tootsie Rolls. I've tried the vanilla Tootsie Rolls freeze-dried, yep. super good. It, it's really, really good, that freeze-dried candy. And I got to ask you on your Sour Patch Kids. So mm-hmm. is there a certain Sour Patch Kid? Because like my, I almost yes. put that on my list. And but <laughs> mine is the strawberries or the watermelon. Have you had those yeah. ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those I are really good. can't get enough of the strawberry ones. But I just like the straight like sour blueberry. That's okay. That's like favorite. so you get like the yep. pack of all blues. Yeah, the all blue pack. That's yeah, those are so good. We've also got a little surprise here for you guys, because this is not just a top 10. We've got some Halloween facts. I know Nick was uh, doing some deep research, trying to find some good <laughs> facts. So let's hear some of your Halloween facts, Nick. Okay. So if you were to guess, what state or area do you think would produce the most pumpkins during this time of year? Ooh, wow. That's a really good question. Most pumpkins. Who do you think? What state? So I would guess because pumpkin fields. It's got to be somewhere in the Midwest. Yep, you're you're correct with that. And yeah, if I had to guess, oh, see, I feel like mm, I'd almost guess Nebraska. It's so flat. Yeah. There's so much farmland. I'd guess Nebraska. I mean that that's a good guess, but believe it or not, Illinois produces up to five times more pumpkins than every other state in the U.S. Really. Yes, Illinois is the wow. pumpkin capital. <laughs> I did not know that. I mean, we lived there forever. I didn't either. Like, did we I grew up in Illinois. It's like, yeah, I always saw pumpkins, but that's yeah, kind of yeah. normal. <laughs> wow. I never knew that. That is crazy. Like, <laughs> you're right. Like, when now that I'm thinking about it, you see pumpkins everywhere. Everywhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> pumpkin patches pop up like no other out in Illinois around this time. So yeah. it makes sense. <laughs> but wow, that is really surprising. And then another one was... The most popular costumes, this is just kind of a generic overview, but most popular costumes for kids, you can probably guess, some kind of a superhero or a princess, right? Mm-hmm. But the one I liked the most was the most popular for dogs was a, they 
dress them up as a pumpkin. Oh, I love those. I've seen those. It's so fun. Uh, I wish we did that to our dogs. We never really dressed. I know my dogs do not like much. dressing up, but no, like we put some shades on them every now and again. But yeah, we, as far I as we got, got so my we have a beagle, Myla, and we have she has a football jersey that she'll wear sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the superheroes, I must be a little kid because I dressed up as Batman this year. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> it was awesome it was good it was actually really good costume i liked it a lot did you dress up nick or you i did not dress up oh i I love seeing everybody's costumes though everywhere i went on campus no no matter where i was at oh yeah in the apartments or even like in the gym everybody had costumes Mm -hmm. i saw costumes (laughs) see i celebrated on um last saturday we went to a halloween party so i dressed up for that but then on Halloween, I was up at school. So, yeah, costumes everywhere. I did not dress up to school, though. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> Batman's not going to be sitting in your class. <laughs> yeah, Batman won't be in class. <laughs> but that was great. And we'll be right back for our third topic of the day. We are back, guys, and we are headed over to the sports desk to talk about our best bets. Jack, lead us off today. Yes, I love this segment. One of my favorites. We've got some basketball and some football. You know, NBA just started, NFL is in full swing. So we're going to come at you with some bets. Let's start off with basketball. What do you say? Yeah, let's do basketball. So my first bet would be for rookie of the year. And I, you know, I've been watching, I don't watch a lot of regular season NBA. I'm I'm more of a postseason, but I have been watching this year and just watching Victor Wimbenyama play. He's going to win the award. He's favored right now. He's at negative 125 or mm-hmm. minus 125. Um, yep. And I don't – Scoot Henderson's good. You know, there's a couple other good rookies, but he's arguably the best player on his own team, and he's played four games. And yep. He's okay, so, games. you know, and, it's a bet. You, you might want to shoot for a longer shot, but if I was putting real money on this, this is who I would pick. Yeah, I think the odds are only going to get worse. This might be the best it's going to be if if you do want to bet for rookie of the year. Because mm-hmm. like because like Jack said, he's only four games in. Yeah, and he's already the favored for this. Yeah, he is the face of that team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone is going to the Spurs games watching him play. Like well, he is like the reason when, they're selling tickets. When's the last time we we've seen like over a seven foot tall player being able to shoot the three ball, can handle it? Like exactly. It doesn't come around very often. Yeah, I think the last one that I can think of, because you can't even put Giannis in there because he can't he can shoot decent, but he's not a three point shooter. He can't stretch yeah. the floor like that. I, I would say Christoph's Persingas, you know, the original unicorn. <laughs> yep. I'd say for <laughs> But he's better. Like Wimby is better than Kristaps, at mm-hmm. least when they were the same age. And, and you have yeah. to think about it. Women Yama's been playing professional. Like it's his first year in the NBA, yes, but he played overseas professionally. Mm-hmm. So I, he's he's ready for it. You know, he's yeah, not going to he, get he that got, rookie he has scare. The experience. Yeah, exactly. He's... So that would be my bet for it. Are you in agreement with me there, Nick? I, I am. I, I put down the same thing. I think he's going to win it as well for sure. Um, and then for my MVP bet. I'm going with Luka the Don. I love Luka Doncic. He's at, I think he's the third favorite right now, maybe second behind Nikola Jokic. He's at plus 475. I think that's easy money. I watched uh, Mm -hmm. game one, Wim and Yama versus Luka. And Luka was just 
scoring up and down the court, triple double, like 22 points. Next mm-hmm. night, 49 point triple double, single handedly uh-huh. got the Mavericks to win. Yep. He's going to win the MVP. I'm telling you, I, it's a sure thing unless he gets injured. Okay. I would, I would say that that is a completely solid bet. And in, since we're talking about betting, I would say I bet against him to score under his points for that game. He dropped 50. Whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> I got to say, I've had some good – when we get move over to football, let me tell you some of the luck I've been having on football bets. Okay. okay? We can do that. But just a little fun fact, if you're not on board with me yet for Luca, uh, the past three MVPs, which spans five years, have all been foreign players. Embiid, Jokic, Giannis. You know who's yep. up next? Think of the best foreign players in the NBA. Those three plus Luca. Luca's winning it, guys. Yep. (laughs) And then that's a great point. (laughs) Yeah. It the stats don't lie. Mm -hmm. Unless they do, and they don't blame me. Uh moving on. (laughs) So uh finals. What are your thoughts for the finals? I've got the Bucks winning it. They just added Damian Lillard. I love Dame. You know, Dame Mm -hmm. time. Let's go. Plus Giannis. If Chris Middleton's your three, you're in a good spot. They've got mm-hmm. size for days. Uh, Bobby Portis uh, is over seven foot. He's huge. Like, yep. and, and not to mention that Damian Lillard is a pick and roll player. Um, probably the best in the NBA at it. Like, yeah. That team is mm-hmm. going to be so good. So that's who I've got. They're plus 400. What are your thoughts? So I would say that is, that is a solid choice. And I'm only saying the Warriors just because they're my team. Yep. But if I was to go against the Warriors, I would like to see, like you said, either Milwaukee or even uh, – actually, I'm going to change that. Just Milwaukee. I really think Milwaukee are actually the Phoenix Suns. I'd like to see yeah, the, Suns the Suns in it are... as well. Now, Only because Devin Booker, I'd like to see him win. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And the Suns have a great shot. I mean, if you have Kevin Durant mm-hmm. on your team, you're a contender. Okay? It's always a contender, yeah. But I do like your Warriors pick. If I had to pick a second team, just based mm-hmm. on their odds, what are they? They're, they're plus twelve hundred. Like that's for for that good of a team. I mean, you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. And then last year, what was their big problem? Oh, we're too young, and mm-hmm. when Steph Curry's on the floor, we don't score at all. Yep. So they go out <laughs> and get the best point guard of our generation, in Chris Paul, and add him to the team. Mm-hmm. they're gonna make they're, the playoffs they're gonna give it a shot okay if yeah. if the if everything happened perfectly i would love to see the warriors versus the bucks yeah i think that'd be finals. awesome that would be great i agree <laughs> with you there but yeah adding chris paul i can't believe their odds are plus 1200 that is honestly surprising mm-hmm. yeah i mean we still have a young team don't get me wrong yeah but with chris paul andrew wiggins and just yeah, a couple andrew other guys wiggins. added like Here's some solid, some yeah. solid. Chris guy, Paul so. is just—he's such a vet, a veteran. He, just, he passes yeah. the ball so well. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not the best player of our generation, but if you think no, true but... point guard, like Steph Curry is not a true point guard, you know, no. he's something else. But Chris Paul's the best true point guard of our generation. Agreed. So no matter what, even if he's just in the building, you are a better team. Oh yeah, for he sure. Makes you better. Yeah. And then brand new this year starts. In two weeks, I'll be going to one of the games here in Utah is the in-season tournament. You know, I think it's four groups of like five or six teams. Everyone plays each other. Eight, te- eight groups, sorry, eight teams advance. So the winners of each group. 
then they play single elimination in tournament style to lose a winner. I have a bold prediction for this <laughs> one. Let's so hear I it. was thinking, man, in season tournament, you know, it's it, it it gives every team a chance. So you know those teams that aren't finals ready are going to mm. be competing. This is their finals, basically. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, well, who's young but really good? Because I'm thinking the older players are not going to want to go all out in the middle of the season and risk an no. injury that hurts the rest of the year. Yeah. So the late they might even, they might even sit out gonna, one of those games. Yeah, like, exactly. Like LeBron's not going to be playing 40 minutes a night in the in-season tournament. Like yeah. even with the Warriors, I wouldn't risk it with Steph Curry's uh, injury history. You need him year, year long. Mm-hmm. So I was looking young team, but really good. And I kept coming back to Oklahoma city. Ooh, I mean, I, I, yep. Shield. Shay, yeah. Jay, Shay, yeah. Uh, how do you say it? Julius, Gilius, Alexander. Yeah. You know, <laughs> SHA, SHG, whatever it is. So good. He's an MVP candidate right now. Just mm-hmm. he's so young. The Thunder, um, Josh Giddy has been shooting the lights out. They're so fast because they're all so young. Mm-hmm. So to win the whole tournament, they're at plus 2,200. And to make Ooh. it out of their group, they're at plus 360. The Warriors are in their group, though, and the Kings. And I was thinking mm, the Kings, Kings yep. could make a run at it. They're pretty young. They've got they've got some good good players. They've got a couple players, yeah. I but think these... I think Oklahoma City. What do you what do you think for the end season tournament? You know, I I like your OKC pick. I really do. But then you just mentioned uh, the Kings, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of leaning towards them now. Yeah, I was with, thinking the the Kings just with like all the all the hype around the kings like their fan base and light the beam and all that stuff like yeah having that setting in a mid-season tournament to where it's not like the finals can only boost morale and like the playing and oh all yeah of well and they're they're a playoff team like they yeah they're, they they're already a playoff come playoffs so yeah they're not you know they're not the jazz or the magic where they just aren't very good um <laughs> so you know, I like I like the Kings a lot, and then for some reason, I just kept thinking of the Trailblazers, and I'm like, they're just not. That's a good, really but, young, but they're team. so That's... young that I was like, yeah. man, if any team has something to prove in an in season tournament, would be them. So like, I feel it like the Trailblazers them. might play with some more fire. That's the mm-hmm. game I'm going to. I'm going to Jazz Trailblazers, and that Utah, should be a good so... game. That should be a good game. Yeah, um, but let's throw it over to football. You know, NFL. This will be Week Ten coming up. Yeah, and actually, it's being it's a great Sunday because Sunday is my birthday, and NFL starts at seven thirty a.m. Thanks to the Frankfurt games, so there's Ooh. NFL all day long. All day, yeah. it's gonna be great. <laughs> Hopefully, I win some money. So, uh, we'll we'll kind of do the same same here. Like rookie of the year, I've got C.J. Stroud, and it is a little Ohio State bias. Okay, but. <laughs> No one thought the Texans were going to be any decent. Like everyone mm-hmm. was expecting them to be bad. CJ Stroud has a terrible offensive line, a defensive minded head coach, and what was thought to be no weapons. Now they've drafted some receivers who are very good that he's gelling with. Mm-hmm. But he has turned, he's single. If the Texans lose every game the rest of the year, they have overachieved expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud just he has that it factor you know like there's just some Mm -hmm. things you cannot describe 
that makes someone good. Like he's not the tallest, he's not the fastest, he doesn't throw the best. Like, yeah. but he's he's just so he, good in his intangibles. Yeah, his football IQ. Yeah, is... I think he and and to me, what makes a rookie of the year? I almost think of it as the MVP, but for first year players, right? So it's like who is the mm-hmm. most valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, rookie on any team and i think without cj stroud any even if you give him bryce young who the panthers have any other rookie quarterback they're struggling mightily yeah like he's the only one that could have done this and so that's my pick what do you think so i'm changing the quarterback trend i'm going with b john robinson for mine yes that i solid I really like running back like and i'm not for anybody who doesn't know i'm not a huge football guy this is my first year doing football fantasy so i'm yeah. i'm learning I'm, I'm getting into it but just him watching him in college and then watching him now perform in, yeah, in the nfl Lawrence. he's insane yeah you see like every week he'll make like three or four just i mean let's face it he's getting catching passes from desmond ritter he's going to have awful throws and he just <laughs> oh, reaches back one hand splits two defenders and scores an 80 yard touchdown like yeah. So good. The only thing is like he's not a quarterback. So mm-hmm. is he really gonna win it? You can. I mean, last year it was Sauce Gardner and um Garrett Wilson. So mm-hmm. it's possible for rookie of the year. It's MVP possible. is much different, but I like that pick a lot. And at plus thirteen hundred, that's some good value. That's yeah, that that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Um let's go to MVP. I <clears throat> am so strongly for this pick. And that's Lamar Jackson at plus six hundred. I think he should. I think he should be the MVP favorite. Like people, I think it's like Jalen Hurts and Tua. Mm-hmm. What people don't realize, because he's already won his MVP like two years ago, three years ago, before COVID. So yeah. everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, he's already won it!" You know, and anything before COVID seems like a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> but Lamar Jackson won MVP as a running quarterback. Okay, he was not a great thrower. This mm-hmm. year, he has he improved leaps and bounds. He's one of the best pocket passers in the league, and he's the best running quarterback. He is. They just played the Lions, who are a contender in uh, the NFC, and beat the brakes off them. Lamar Jackson is sixteen and one versus NFC teams. Sixteen and one. <laughs> um, he is the Ravens. Um, yeah. <laughs> his receivers drop the ball like no other, except for Zay Jones. They're like Kansas City. They can't catch the ball. And yet they are six and two. Six and two. Yeah, I think they only have two losses. Two. They are mm-hmm. balling out and it's all because of Lamar. So he's my MVP. Yeah. <clears throat> my MVP, I'm gonna ha- I have two people in mind. Mm-hmm. And they're both they're both quarterbacks. Yeah. One yeah, of them... guys, let's face it, MVP is a quarterback yeah. uh, award. If if it wasn't a quarter, I'll tell you this. If it wasn't a quarterback, just because I like him, uh, Tyreek Hill. Okay, yeah. So, we offensive player of the year, Tyreek Hill. That's a great pick. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I would pick uh, CMC. You know, mm-hmm. not only yeah. because at least right now with Debo out and Brandon Ayuk, I think is still banged up. Like he is the 49ers offense. I mean, he just scored mm-hmm. another two touchdowns. He catches. He runs. He does everything. But yeah. Tyreek Hill, man, he's on pace for two thousand yards. That's mm-hmm. yeah. So if we're talking non QB, he he would be my pick. But yeah, that's a good pick for a QB position. I like I like Tua. Yeah, Tua. I like Tua, Tua Tango Tango throwing, yeah. throwing to Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill. So yep, I like yep, I like that combination. And I've got two on my fantasy team, so maybe there's a little bit bias. Little bias. 
he's been performing well for me. So now I gotta say, in not in the league that we're in, Nick, but in another league, I'm playing against someone who has Tua and Tyreek Hill. So I'm like, oh, I Ooh. hope they do not do good this week. <laughs> but they're going to. I mean, Tua's been incredible as long as he can stay healthy without concussions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill, it just makes life easy. I think I could throw a touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill. Like, yeah, I mean, just give him the ball and he's gonna run it. He's yeah, gonna... <laughs> exactly. And and I mean, they put up seventy on the Broncos, so yeah, you have to be it. good to do that. <laughs> to put up seventy on anyone is insane, even though the Broncos' yeah. defense was so bad. Yeah, Tua Tungvalu, that's a good pick. What do you think for maybe not necessarily Super Bowl, but just like AFC, NFC? Do you have a favorite team to win the Super Bowl? What are, What are your thoughts on that? Ooh. Favorite team to win the Super Bowl? First thing that comes to mind, I would like to see a team that doesn't normally make it too terribly far. Mm-hmm. Just be, I would like to see something different. Like switch and it up. First, and yeah, I would like to see uh, Tennessee. That They popped into my head. I okay. like to see Tennessee somehow, just because they they'd never make it that far. Yeah. I would like to see them make a run. Now, ba- now, Based off of last week. Based with, off of their quarterback. With, with last Will week. Levis coming in and throwing three touchdowns to D Hop alone and then a fourth. A that was very impressive. Mm-hmm. That was very impressive. Now, I, I saw a thing. So right before that game, they they traded their uh top safety away. And I saw a thing where it's like, man, I bet they're regretting that now, knowing that they actually might have something at quarterback. I think I mean the AFC is tough it's going to be very hard for them to make the playoffs, but I wouldn't say Mm -hmm. it's impossible. I wouldn't say that's impossible. Yeah. I think um, for me, I've got an NFC champion and an AFC champion. So in the NFC, shout out to our grandpa. Um, I'm going with the Detroit lions. Uh, How could you not root for them? I know. They they were so bad for so long. And Jared Goff has turned his career around. He has proven that it was not just Sean McVay. Uh, for them getting to the Super Bowl when he was with LA. Jameer Gibbs just had a monster game. Sam Laporta, who I had to guard in my first ever varsity football game, is so good. <laughs> Let me tell you, he is my one of my favorite players. And yes, I was a freshman playing defensive back. I was pressed up man on him all game long. And I was, I've grown a little bit. You know, I'm 5'8 now, just barely. I was like 5'5 freshman year. Yeah, And Laporta was a senior, so he's the size he is now, but he was much lighter. You know, Iowa really beefed him up. But mm-hmm. he, I think, had like three touchdowns and like 150 yards on me, guys. So mm-hmm. and it's I good mean, to see him succeeding. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, yeah. And seeing him in every sport, including basketball, having oh, to play him yeah. in basketball as well. well. It, like, it, it, What people like don't know, because most people like they know Laporta now, but that family is so is a, athletic like his brother and his athletes. sister like yeah. uh guys they beat us up for years in high school they went to a rival school and uh beat us up like no no other so luckily i only had to deal with him for one year and then he went and was, <laughs> you know gave it to nebraska and stuff being a, over at iowa yeah so, yeah i <laughs> love the lions i i think they're a lot better than people give them credit for i i mm-hmm. saw a thing where they were talking about the Lions and like, oh, yeah, every time you think of the Lions, you think, oh, that's a good team. That's a young team. And then you move on. Right. Yeah, and I don't know. There's young players, but I wouldn't I don't know if I could say them young, but they're just so good. They're like a sleeper team. And yeah. then along yeah. with Lamar Jackson, I think the Ravens are the Lions of the AFC. 
they're just Zay Jones is keeping that offense alive with Lamar. They lost J.K. Dobbins and still have the second most rushing yards in the league, I believe. Second. Um, they have a top five scoring offense and the best scoring defense. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but if you score more than the other team does, you win. <laughs> so that's why the Ravens are going to be the AFC champions. <laughs> very, very well said. <laughs> I know. I know it's very analytical and it, it can be hard to wrap your head around that process sometimes. But when you're scoring points more than the other team is, you're going to yeah. win the game 100% of the time. 100%. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that kind of rounds out our bets but i did want to mention because we mentioned it earlier you said you lost some money with basketball mm-hmm. now i have i've been doing do you do the pickums is that what you do the little like yep. higher lower yep, yep. So higher lower yeah. use underdog you use underdog yep underdog yeah, okay so i mm-hmm. you know they better sponsor us for this give them a free <laughs> clout um i did one i like to do it for the night football games like sunday night monday night thursday night mm-hmm. and it was a uh, monday night football you know lions raiders I had two different pickums. I had a uh, a ten dollar and a five dollar, and the five dollar was the twenty x your money, so the five picks, mm-hmm. and the yep. ten dollar was four four extra money, so three picks, two picks, yeah, two, three, yeah, three three picks. Three. I had um, you know, Jared Goff over on passing attempts, smashed it. I had Jimmy Garoppolo under on passing yards. I don't even know if he got to a hundred, and it was like two fifty, <laughs> like. I killed it. I cashed both of them. Nice. I went perfect. It was so good. <laughs> so that was my little betting luck. <laughs> yeah, I had I had one good bet luck with uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with uh, Bam on Miami, the Miami Heat. Oh yeah, Bam, Bam on Bio. Bio. And I was like, oh, he always scores a lot. I was like, just take the over. Sure enough. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I I've been see. I'm very knowledgeable in football. Comes to basketball, I'm much more of a casual. So yeah. it's it's very hard for me to make those NBA picks. Like I never do more than three because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, if I can get yeah. three right, man, that's yeah. impressive. For me. Like, <laughs> I think I've done it. one. I I've done no, I've done two NBA pickums. One of them I went two for three, and the other one I was like, I bet one dollar, but I did five. So you know, one dollar to win twenty, and I got all five wrong. So I was like, okay, <laughs> not gonna be not gonna be doing NBA. <laughs> so <laughs> when it comes to those. And the NBA is pretty unpredictable sometimes. They play it's so very, much, you never know. So Yeah. You never I'm know. Much more, I'm much more confident in, in these NBA bets than the higher lower NBA. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right, guys. Well, that, that's going to do it for our uh, sports desk segment. And that's going to do it for the show. But just so you guys aren't, you know, leaving the show disappointed or sad, we're going to go for the quote of the show. Yep, like Jack said, we're going to get into the quote of the show. And today, I I couldn't tie it back to the show like I normally do too terribly much. But yeah. we, we talked about what we wanted to see for us in the future, made some predictions. And, and so that kind of leads into this. But today's quote is by Mike Dooley. He's a New York Times bestselling author, speaker, and an entrepreneur. And he said, life's, life's not expecting, hoping, or wishing it's about doing being and becoming i think that ties back perfectly i thought that kind of ties back into it like i think that that is like the overall theme of our podcast you know from a year ago we yeah 
we started this out of nothing to, to self brag a bit. Like we didn't know what to do and we just went <laughs> with it and we've built what I believe is a very, I like our show. You know, I'll be honest oh, guys. I'm a too, fan yeah. of our show. So uh, I think that <laughs> is such a great quote for our one year anniversary episode. Awesome. Well guys, thank you for tuning in today. This is the 18th episode that we're putting out many more to come many more new things in the future. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Once again, one year, we could not do it without you. You know, a podcast needs viewers, needs listeners. So we are very grateful. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We are going to be bringing you some very exciting stuff in the near future. And yeah, we love you guys. Thank you. And bye for now. (laughs) 